0: 2014 non-productive.com is proud to present our very own board game review show best of
1: three
2: well so, uh, tell us uh, about your uh, about
1: what well, i am stephen bonacore president and owner of stronghold games uh, stronghold games has been around for now about five years and we have a very very encompassing line of games at this point probably 30 SKUs in print at this point. Started out doing reprints, finding great old games that we could bring back into print because back then there wasn't thing as Kickstarter. So people would be like, like, who are these guys? I mean, why should I try to go with a game that these guys bring out? Well, we found great old games by great old designers. And then people say, like, who's Stronghold? Well, I really want those games. So I'm going to raise the brand of Stronghold
3: Via bringing out these games that people wanted. And that was sort of the business model in the beginning. Now, what were some of the first games you actually got your hands on that you started putting uh, out and, and 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 republishing?
1: The first game we did was a, a real a classic called Code Seven Seven Seven, and that was a game by Robert Abbott, who's one of those guys that you if you know if you know the old designers you know his name. He was in friends with a Sid. These He's, guys are too young, right? This are like, like five. <laughs> <man? I'm sorry.
3: laughs>
1: he knows the name Sid Saxon? If you know the name Sid Saxon, he was friends of Sid Saxon. Accent, and they would they would do designs together. So that was a game that, that people had, were really wanting to see back in print again. So we found who had the rights to that game. We found Robert Abbott, down, a really old nice old gentleman down in Florida. We found him. We brought the game back. But then we had a real big hit with Survive. Survive, we rebranded it as Survive Escape from Atlantis. Now, Survive is a game, again, from 1982. I wasn't born yet. And you weren't even <laughs> born yet, you guys. But... It was it was revered by gamers um, and they wanted to see this game back. The, the property was owned by Hasbro, Parker Brothers actually, oh, so like, and Hasbro for a longest time. They printed the game for 20 years. And it was when they were actually printing some good games. Right. But of course, since they're not selling a million games a month, they decided not to continue with the game. So the game was out of print for about 10 years. I'm like I was like I'm like a sleuth of finding old game designers. So I went out and I found Julian Cortland Smith out in the UK lovely old british gentleman and i said love to bring a game back he was more than happy so we took the game we upgraded the components like crazy so like you know the and and all the gamers that hopefully the guys who listen to the podcast know about the game this is my biggest-selling game by far. I mean, we did three-dimensional tiles, or so the tiles are two millimeters, and four millimeters, and six millimeters thick—the mm-hmm. the thickest tiles ever put into a board game—to to show the different types of terrain in the game: the beaches, the forests, the mountains. Take
0: that, HeroClix. There you go. <laughs> well,
1: this is all doing, done in cardboard, isn't it? So we're really doing interesting things with that kind of. Uh, uh, material, um, We've got, you know, got, you've got wooden sea monsters and whales and sharks. So it has a great, a great uh, appeal to, um, to gamers who want to play a light strategy game, beer and pretzels, uh, stab each other in the back kind of game. And then the gamers can take it home and play with their family because the kids love it because it looks so pretty. And they, they eat mommy and daddy's, you know, uh, people with the sharks and the whales and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, a, it's just a great all-around game, a real great gateway game. And that's my biggest selling game by far.
3: I'm actually curious at this point because you're you're picking up old licenses. What's some of the pros and cons of dealing with some of these companies and or, or, or the creators themselves? There's no no cons to it. For the most part, anybody with
1: a game that's out of print wants to see a game back again. It's like sort of free money to them and seeing their name back on, on the shelf again. Well, it's man, actually harder to deal
3: with you new designers sometimes <laughs> than we deal with the older designers. Well, I'm curious because you brought up Hasbro and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, how, do you, how do you know that that they don't even own it anymore?
1: Well, good question. I mean, I, in, that, in that case, I, obviously I'm not going to Hasbro. I'm going to the designer. I'm right. saying, do you own your rights? Yeah. He says yes. I hope he's not lying to me. But but, but in, in the review of the contracts, it, it's, it's pretty obvious that these things uh, say if the company's not making any uh, marketable, not trying to market the game any longer, the game rights... Revert back to the original original designer. So it happened with both of those two games. So they had their rights back, and they were more than happy to give me the rights. And Hasbro hasn't sued me, so it's all good. We're all we're in <laughs> good shape. Are there any other games you're uh, going to try to bring back? Well, no. It's, the, the that well is has been running dry. You know, after a while, you know, all the games. You know, we did it quite only so a, much. Yeah, we, we did it quite a bit. Uh, Valley Games did it. Uh, Fantasy Flight has done it quite oh, it a few ahead.
0: times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: We were kind of the ones that were doing Z-Man, did a bunch of reprints. So, um, you know, we all did them, and now you'll see one or two coming out. And there might be a couple that I have maybes on, but at this point now, we've gone to the second phase of the company. I was going to say, so let's jump forward now. What are you actually promoting this weekend? Good question. Well, right now, this weekend, we have two things that are on pre-order on the Stronghold Games website. The first one is called Rogue Agent, and that is a game set in a cyberpunk universe. You know, think of it as Blade Runner, the board game. Right? You are playing a bounty hunter. You saw me already. You're working, working below the law from a, for a shadowy organization called the Agency. And you're treating, you're, you're defusing bombs across the city. The police, it's out of control. The city's out of control. Uh, so you're defusing bombs, you're arresting criminals, um, going on missions and exploring the city. Uh, There's two modes in the game. One is basically to score the most victory points in that kind of mode. The other mode is that one of you may be an android. Nice. And therefore, <laughs> and therefore, going to be in the end, in the nice. end, working yeah. against the rest of the players. So, um, so it is a, kind of like a Blade Runner, Battlestar Galactica it, kind of thing. It is yeah. it, exactly. I mean, if you think about the, the way Blade Runner the movie went, you know, it was that whole thing like, well, who know, is the good guy, who's the bad is guy? Is Decker
3: right? even a? a, a yeah, yeah, who knows, right? right? Wait, wait, yeah.
1: We're waiting for the next movie to find out what's going on, right? So, um, so it's going to have that, that that sense of tension when you played in that second mode. You know, who is the who's uh, who? on your side, who's not on your side, but you're still all working to try to get the most victory points at the end of the game. So that's that's on pre-order on our site, and I'll talk, we'll talk about how to, how to order that if you want. Also, we have going on on pre-order is Valuspa, Order of the Gods, and it's expansion to a very big game I brought out last year called Valuspa. A weird name game, but if you if you saw the game, you would say, "Wow, that is just gorgeous!" It's just a tile laying game. So the game is mostly just tiles set in the Norse mythology. That's where that crazy name comes from.
3: So all the normal characters come out. Sounds, Thor. Like, sounds like a perfect time. You know, Thor's huge right now. Thor is huge right, right, right now. So you get <laughs>
1: so all of, all of the um, those characters, for Odin, the Valkyries, uh, Fenrir. They all come out in the game via tiles, and you're trying to dominate the lines of, of tiles. Very, it's a little abstract. But the artwork is absolutely gorgeous, and people love this kind of game. A little, a little bit thinky, but really a lot of fun. So both of those games, as I mentioned, are pre-order. I actually have a few advanced copies of the Palluspa expansion here, but both of those games are in pre-order, so if anybody wants them, and they happen to hear this in the next couple of weeks... How do we get them? At www.strongholdgames.com. They're not out in stores yet. You can pre-order them, and they will ship to you before they ship to even distributors retailers or any other customer. You pay 30% off the regular price, the full price, you pay 30% off, and they'll ship to you first before they're in any store.
3: And we can also go to the website to obtain any other games that you guys have going on? Absolutely. All of our other games are obviously available. We, we we strongly though, you
1: know, once games are in distribution, we strongly recommend going out to your friendly local game store, friendly online game store, picking you up there as well, of course.
3: Now, are you guys local here in Jersey? I happen
1: to be a New Jersey company, but uh, we have worldwide distribution, so you can no matter where you're listening to this, you can pick up Stronghold so Games So,
3: do you have a couple of retailers that you can tell us, you know, off the top of your head that we can go to? Or? Oh, I mean,
1: uh, almost everyone in New Jersey carries our games. Time Warp Comics is up here in this yeah. in this area. Do you, guys do you guys know Time Warp, oh right? yeah, yeah, oh, good. yeah, there you
3: go, Time Warp Comics.
1: Uh, uh, the last game in town in, uh, in uh, the Bridgewater area, Sweet. Somerville area. I,
3: I, I work out in that area, so the yeah. Fallout
1: nice. Shelter in Heights. New, New Brunswick, I, right, right north of it used to be in New Brunswick. Now yes. they moved into Heights 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 Town, the one just north of that. it the, the been
3: since since I've actually been there now. <laughs> uh, forgot
1: the name of it. Yeah, that one right north of there. So yeah, yes. that, so all the retailers will, will carry Struggle again. Sweet. So lots of stuff. One of the things that this is sort of sort of a little bit of a scoop for you guys. See, I'm going to give you something like that it hasn't been announced. Yet. Exclusives are great. Exclusives are great. So this is sort of an exclusive. I've been hinting at it, but um, this year. I'm about to put a press release out. Stronghold Games is declaring, proclaiming 2014 is the year of Space Cadets. Now, Space Cadets is a line of games that I have I have started two years ago and, and continued into last year, and this year is going to be another huge push with it. So we started out with Space Cadets, the base game, a cooperative game, very mission-based, one-to-two-hour, big, long kind of game. You go on missions together on the bridge of a non-IP-infringing starship Enterprise, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> then we came out last year with space cadets dice duel now we kind of distilled that into a 20 30 minute game but now you're playing team versus team dice rolling starship combat crazy frantic game rolling dice uh still playing bridge stations uh, but now going against another team this year 2014 we're going to bring that line out and do it big
4: what are you guys' names and uh, what's your game? Uh, my name is Chris Hansen. I'm a lead artist on uh, Apocalypse, which is the game we're talking about.
2: So, uh, my name is Ivan Turner and I am the designer uh, of Apocalypse. It is a, um, a zombie uh, resource survival
5: card game. What brought you here today? how did you, you hear about this uh, convention? We've been
2: doing these conventions now for about three four years. Three or four years. Maybe not four years. Today, We've been doing it for a few years. You know, Double Exposure runs, like, three conventions a year, and we do them all. They, they run a really nice convention, so you meet a lot of gamers, you get a lot of people to play your game, and play testing something. people to play playtest, so it's, it's a nice community out here.
5: Now, I've noticed that, it co- that does this come with a mat? The play. No. Or is this just for you, promotional can purposes? Can you get the play mat? <laughs> yes, can I get the mat? It's a, a really play nice mat. Play mat.
2: <laughs> we're, we're out of stock on the play mats right now. Oh. The... Uh, the demand for them far exceeded our expectations, <laughs> so we we will be ordering more very soon. The, the art, just beautiful.
5: Thank you. They're very, they're very. Yeah, yeah that, that's what we it's, noticed. So, when we it's it's up, original yeah. Chris
2: Hansen artwork. <laughs>
5: um,
2: yeah, so we did we did. Uh, this is one of our our the game runs with strongholds. We have to defend your stronghold. So this is one of our strongholds. This is the church on the play mat. You know, if if we you know get around to it, we're going to do it with each stronghold. Hopefully yeah.
5: now. I've noticed that some of these faces here are split in two, and one looks uh, undead. undead, for better lack of a term, and one looks healthy. Is there, is, how, how does that play out in the, in the game?
2: The way the game plays, um, you have a stronghold where you play your survivors and they defend your stronghold, and then your opponent has a stronghold where he or she is playing his or her survivors. You also have raider cards that you can play to your opponent's stronghold to attack and try to make your opponent consume resources more quickly, and vice versa. So these these twofold cards that you're talking about. Every generic character uh, of each faction has uh, a split card where you can play the card as either the survivor, or I could say the human because there are some there's some human raiders as well, or you can play it as a zombie. How many factions are there? There are four survivor factions, and if you include zombies, there are three raider factions.
5: Okay. Um. So just out of curiosity, if, uh, if, someone on, if someone listening in our audience is interested in um, uh, hitting you guys up for this game, how do they go about doing it?
2: The game, you can, if you want to learn more about the game, you can go to our website. The website is ninekingdoms.com, and it's spelled out N-I-N-E, Kingdoms.com. There's also our Facebook page, which is Facebook Apocalypse Card Game. The game is available on the website. It should be available in stores. If it's not already, then it'll be available in stores within the next couple of weeks. It's been shipping out to distributors over the last few weeks. Um, would you like to to tell us more about your art?
4: Uh, like what? Did, what inspired what, you? Actually, if you don't mind me asking, because this is, this is actually some of the nicer art I've seen. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, when they found me, I, like they, they put up a uh, an ad on Craigslist, and they were just looking for an artist, um, and I answered the ad, and. They had a, kind of a different image in mind on what they wanted, but I'm the artist, and I did what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we were wrong, and he was right. No, I, I, I really like wanted to go with the black and white imagery, because um, I, I wanted to go for a more classy feel, a little more uh, old-school feel for the game. It really does give that, and it's,
2: it's kind of, it, I don't know how to describe it, it's just... I just really like it. It's oh. really aesthetically
4: pleasing. It, Thank yeah, you. It's a
2: very thematic game. Yeah. And the, the you know night, you, you feel Night of the Living Dead in this game.
4: Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, honestly, that that like that was my biggest inspiration. Were like the old Romero movies. Uh, just, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of old school horror movies, so like I wanted to put as much of that into the game.
5: So what what got you guys into playing board games uh, uh, in the first place and designing them?
4: Well, um,
2: I mean. I've been playing games forever. I started games like like real games where you get beyond Monopoly. Monopoly but beyond that, Game of Life it uh, was with Dungeons and Dragons. You know, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons in I don't know, like 1979 or 1980. <laughs> <coughs> so I mean, I, I played. I had the little white basic set. So I did a lot of role playing, and then from there I got into miniatures and card games. Even that that was like in the 90s. So, and it just kind of, it kind of, you know, snowballed from there. And I always, I've always been a writer, so creating games was just kind of the next step. I always had stuff I would play with uh, as far as creating games, but um, I did a minis game before this, which was just so crazy complicated that we never produced it. And then we went into this, we really, this was, this was really our first kind of full, able to be released kind of game. You've been gaming forever
4: too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, for me, I, I started back. I, don't know, I was, I was, I was really young. I, I was, I mean, I've always played chess. I've always played uh, other board games like and poker and stuff. But uh, I mean, like, like I remember playing Key to the Kingdom when I was a kid. Um, and then, and then Magic was like the first uh, game that I really got into. Um, and I, I started, I've been playing that since I was ninety four, I think. So, so pretty much when it came out. Yeah, like yeah, I think I started the, like the year after it came out, um, and I've, I've been addicted to that game ever since. And, and then I've been playing a lot of other games, you know, like other board games. Uh, I, I, I recently recently got into L Five R, even though that has been out forever.
0: <laughs>
4: right. uh, so, uh, who are you? And uh, what are you doing here? What are you? Uh...
6: I'm Chris Batarlis of Everything Epic Games, and uh, I am uh, the game designer, president of Everything Epic Games. Here with uh, my one uh, partner here, Tom Tiernan, who's uh, the writer. Uh, who's our head writer here um, uh, Basically we created the game called Secrets of the Lost Tomb Which is a 1930's pulp action adventure I love uh, it already Cooperative matter. and sometimes competitive game Depends on what uh, you want to do You know where players uh, from all walks of earth uh, Basically get together in uh, The eternal order of Perseus And it's a How do I get one of those shirts? become yeah. oh, <laughs> 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 well, uh, An employee of Everything Epic Games uh, you know, but basically, you know, these adventurers they delve into this tomb uh, with their Tommy guns loaded, and of course, some rocket launchers here and there, and, and take grenades. on ridiculous amounts of monsters, traps, uh, and uh, deal with the. Uh, intrigue of the tomb
5: now so for the people at home uh now is this is a miniature game or is this just a board game in general this game is a, a thematic storytelling type board game a cross
6: between an arkham horror and a betrayal house on the hill nice. kind of feel so it's in the middle of there of complexity I love so it's not games. as super hard as arkham horror to yeah. set up and basically deal with the rules but it's a little bit more complex uh, than betrayal where when you walk into the tomb you have an objective so you're not just, oh, I'm just going to run around here. No, you actually know what you're doing. You pick a scenario. You know you're going to fight a specific crazy end boss. So you, you kind of have some goals that are, you're already pointing right. toward. And there's a ton of scenarios that uh, that we got as stretch goals for our Kickstarter. That was uh, very successful that we just completed only a couple months ago. Congratulations. Thank you yes, very much. Uh, we're really pumped up about it. Uh, we're just basically finishing up a bunch of those aspects now with the artwork, some of the scenarios. Uh, some of the cool uh, backer-made materials we're working on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playtesting right now and demoing our new micro-game, Raiders of the Lost Tomb. Cool. Which is a mini-version teeny weeny quick mini version of secrets of the lost tomb
3: well how long does an actual game of secrets of the lost tomb run
6: it can run anywhere from between an hour to maybe three maybe four hours depending on the scenario you pick and the mode of play you choose
0: and the complexity of the scenario
3: that's correct yeah exactly now i'm curious because you said you brought one of your writers with you for for the weekend right how does the writing actually work with this game how how in-depth doesn't wind up getting and and picking a scenario?
0: Well, The way I work is, if I had say a, 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 I have a scenario I just completed, I have to tell you about it, the Viking Queen So this is all new, this is actually an exclusive? Right Okay. This is called the uh, Escape of the Viking Queen to Leif Erikson's daughter and she is trapped in a crystal cell in, within the tomb and it's time for her to awaken and claim her property, which is all of Scandinavia and all of North America, basically, is her birthright.
3: Very cool. And uh, cool.
0: so I did. Uh, I got several books at the library about Vikings. I learned all about their history, their ships, their religions, what they ate, etc. And I digested that, and I slept on it a few days. And I said, "Okay, let's." I said, "Okay, what could I do with this?" And I, I, I researched Viking funeral areas, and so when they when they find. The Viking queen. She's surrounded by four mummified slaves that come to life to defend her, and something called the Angel of Death. So
3: you're spoiling the entire <laughs> the entire scenario for us now. So Bad. basically, the point is,
6: is that you have so. a really cool exposition when you start the game. All the players, they pick something. Right. They're like, you oh, have
3: really? you have a story that builds oh, yeah. up from the very beginning, I mean, total, and then you can make your 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 movements and and engage everything based on the story itself. Right, so basically,
6: what you heard there is 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 giving yeah. you the gist of how in depth. You can get yourself immersed in the universe of Secrets of the Lost So, this Year.
0: is a relatively growing universe. It won't be just like, it's a, no, it's a universal. No. We've rewritten the entire history of the human race to, for <laughs> our, our scenarios. That's awesome. That's
3: right. <laughs> yeah. So, how long have you
5: guys been uh, coming to this?
0: This is our third visit.
5: Your third visit? Uh,
0: to do you- to,
5: to a,
6: a double exposure event. Uh, I, I've actually, I'm, I go all the way back to the Shorecon days. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but back in the in day. Enlighten us. What's that? ShortCon Short Con was an original uh, New Jersey-based game convention that basically sprouted um, DexCon and Double Exposure from its womb of uh, evolution, so to speak. So basically, uh, you know, uh, it's it's an older New Jersey game convention, from sort of simply. But uh, yeah, so this is this is basically our second second convention, showing off the game. Uh, we were just here in October uh, at Metatopia, which was an awesome convention. Where basically you get to demo your game and play test it with all kinds of different people, industry professionals, other game designers, um, and people give you feedback and you can work with them on things. And we get learned a lot of awesome stuff from Metatopia to incorporate in the game.
3: Now, how has the response been from a lot of the people who have actually play tested it? People are ultra
6: excited about the game. You know, we've made some really awesome streamlined mechanics, which people really seem to enjoy, especially when they compare it to something like an Arcanine type of game you know nobody, not everybody wants to sit down necessarily for five hours and also another thing is this kind of a game the, the way that people something that people really comment on that they really like is that there's no real ringleader that points and tells everybody what to do so when you're playing a cooperative game sometimes you fall into the little rut of somebody saying okay now you need to go over here and I'm going to go over here but don't go there first because I'm going to go there second I'm going to get that item you get the that. no
5: yeah, that's Let some a... people
6: play the game themselves have some fun and I I've, I've never been the person who likes to force everybody to do what they want. Have a great time, jump into the tomb and really enjoy.
2: So this is this game is really geared towards having, uh, you know, just bringing your buddies over and having a good time. Oh.
6: Having a great time. Amaz- amazing yeah. social
0: time. We start to chit-chat back and forth. The characters actually I have a full biography. So and you can, it's optional. You really you really, don't have to read you that really so. can get immersed in this. As yes, it really yes. sounds
6: like. Yeah, totally. I mean, you, you, you just by playing you might not be somebody who likes to role play, but you will Begin to just start to role play your character, and when you read that, we have these really cool story cards. They're called the Adventure Misadventure cards. And when you pick one up, either it's a good a good thing or a bad thing, and they're front and back. And when you start to read them, they have a story, so you're gonna you're gonna really get into it. Read with voices and, and some really cool like sound effects. Sometimes people go crazy, you know. So it, it gets to be a lot of fun. So, so getting it, into
5: like really uh, like role playing games in general. Is there any game here that you have played uh, that you're looking forward to playing? Like any uh
3: you games before,
5: so. or? Any miniatures you saw
6: that do you, were interested in? In
3: other words, do you get to enjoy yourself at these shows besides just, just sure. pimping the oh. the game?
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Well, we're actually running one other thing. It's uh, called Aces and Ops. It's actually a James Bond LARP oh, that okay. we're also creating. It's, it's actually in playtest. We run it in New York City a lot, but we're, we brought it here for the first time. And I actually have a lot of fun running with these LARPs because working in James Bond World is great. I'm also doing a, a Dresden, uh, Files. LARP, so Dresden Files LARP, which is tomorrow night, so I like to do a lot of role-playing. I love playing board games and demoing other people's games and uh trying to you know kind of collaborate together because you know we small board game publishers we got to stick together and help each other out because otherwise we'll get stomped on by you know
0: uh, uh now you said Mattel. you
2: have, uh, you were uh you did a kickstarter for yes. uh, and um when is that uh, expected to be released so for, um, for like the, the public if it yeah. is
6: oh no it definitely <laughs> 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 we're, we're, oh. <laughs> yeah no definitely uh we're uh, finishing up some of the artwork and stuff like that. Um, the manufacturing is is expected to be complete by the end of July, so that we can actually have it released to the public. By so it's soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we're working our butts off here. We, you know, we, we have to get this out because we have a lot of other games we want to do. So we got to move. Uh, but yeah, basically, end of July. So by August, the backers should have their games, and then we're hoping it to hit um, distribution into like your hometown hobby shop. You know, basically in September.
3: How does our audience find out more about about, about the game and everything else that you guys have going on? Everythingepicgames.com. Awesome. Thank you so much (laughs) for your time. Enjoy the weekend and the best of luck with everything. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. There we go. All right. So listen, uh, we're at Dreamation and we stopped a dude in complete camo and I'm totally baffled. Who do we have with us? I'm Harold Carfrey. I'm the Catalyst Game Labs representative for Southern New Jersey. And tell us a little bit about this. what, What do you actually do?
7: I coordinate several of the demonstration gentlemen who run. Well, they're all happy to be mailed this right the second. Uh, who demonstrate our Catalyst and. Sorry, our Catalyst game lines, which are primarily Battletech and Shatterrun, but also Leviathan, several of our board games, and we have a new
3: one called Rape. You're actually no stranger to any of this. No. <laughs> How long have you been doing.
7: My first con was only a few years ago. I've been a demonstrator for Catalyst for about a decade.
3: Really, and, and how was it working with them?
7: It's got kind of ups and downs. <laughs> well, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you got to realize when I started working with BattleTech, the BattleTech universe, Catalyst was uh, Catalyst wasn't Catalyst. It was FASA, uh, FASA, which was a vast yes. game empire. Yep. Up until 2000, and then it went away. I have not any, any, by any means can discuss anything that happened in that period of time
3: ever. No problem. Yeah. Tell me a little, um, uh, what are some of the highlights of actually coming out to a show like this? Oh,
7: first of all, you get to
3: demonstrate what, some really
7: neat games. You get to play some really neat games. You get to meet some people. You get to spread the word. And you get to talk to the other reps from other companies. They t- you tell them what you're doing. You tell-, they tell them what they're doing. Everybody has a good time now, of course, we're all bound by the non-disclosure agreements, so there's only so much we can say.
3: But it's still a great networking opportunity.
7: Oh, it's a wonderful networking opportunity. Um, The Star Trek Heroclix gentlemen, all um, myself, always have a lot to say on Sundays when we're all packing up, Uh, especially when we're talking about the new, new, uh, uh, well, was new two years ago, the worship rules for Battletech, or... Uh, Star Wars Attack, uh, Star Trek Attack Wing, which is the miniature game for. They're running. Right. Everybody talks product. Everybody talks shop, but it also gives you an opportunity to get your set of network, and uh, to identify what the individual may want to do, and then spread the world, spread the network.
3: So, what are you here for that you're actually really excited about now, and and in, in in the future?
7: Well, I played the first, uh, ogre for the first time in 25 years. Oh wow! That was yesterday.
3: Uh, today, I thought I felt old. I don't feel so bad anymore.
7: <laughs> I'm 38.
3: Uh, I'm 30. I'll, I'll be 37 in April.
7: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've also, I'd say, also, I guess... Uh, one other thing I look forward to is the game auction on Sunday, because you always find something you haven't seen in a while. Older games that people are getting a parting ways with, or Uh, New games you've never seen before at a reasonable price. And they have a a wonderful uh, staff here.
3: Cool. Well, if we wanted to find out more about any of the games that you're running, where would we wind up going to? Uh, For
7: Battle uh, Battle Attack or Shadowrun, you'd go to uh, CatalystGameLabs.com, and then you'll be directed to which game you would prefer. Uh, uh, Cosmic Patrol, which is our 1950s camp sci-fi, rocket ship a la Buck Rogers series. Battletech, 31st century, giant robots bleeding stuffing out of each other. Shatter, a, lot,
3: a lot of memories coming back right now,
4: man.
7: Shatter Run, which is our oldest game line at the moment. Well, sorry, second, Battletech is slightly older. Uh, which is going through its 20th anniversary last year. Wow. And, or, no, 25th. Uh, no, I think it was right the first time. But uh, that is going through its fifth edition this year. Just released, insane, and uh, you would get, you would pick at the Catalyst Game Labs site which line you want to progress, and it will direct you to a sub site, uh, blog, forum, and of course our store.
3: Well, listen, enjoy the weekend. Thank you for hanging with us and hook more people into these games this weekend. All right, uh, you too. All right, take care. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: You're. Uh... With
2: Nonproductive Network. Uh, we are part of the podcast Best of Three. My name is Mike. This is Rob. Hello. How
5: you doing? Hello. Hi. And uh, who are you? Who are you? I'm hmm? oh, sorry? Erga. Erga, okay. I'm Spit Snaggletooth. Okay. Oh, nice to meet you there, Snaggletooth. Huh?
3: Now, 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 for the audience listening who, who can't see this, you guys are done up in some incredible makeup here. What do you guys have going on here? I have a shirt.
0: Yes. Uh. Yes, you have a shirt, and Whoa, you've I- got uh,
3: a weird kind of mustache, kind of beard thing going on. Not weird. I'm sorry. No, you're right. It's it's very braided.
8: Well, my friend here is a uh, he's a satyr, so he's got the big horns, the goat legs, big facial hair, very uncivilized. And he is a dentist, goblin dentist.
3: Oh, uh, so are your prices good? A thirty, you know,
8: yeah. I mean, how much do you have in your pockets? <laughs>
3: I got a tooth that's really killing me. Uh, I don't have a lot on me. Uh, that won't be
8: the only thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what actually, what actually brings you out here.
8: Well, we're helping our friends out uh, at uh, what it, night Realms, And uh, we're running a, uh, a tavern, basically. It's going to be going from 8 until midnight tonight in one of the rooms behind us. And it's basically going to be you come. You hanging out in our fantasy world. And, yeah, you're going to just come and hang out at our tavern. And get teeth fixed. Yes, oh, of course. If you come to Dreamation, we're going to have teeth-fixing prices.
3: I'm there, dude. Fabulous. How long have you guys been coming to Dreamation and the double exposure uh, um, shows? Uh, first time for me.
8: Yeah, I've never been here before, either.
3: So what are you looking forward to, then, besides you know, pulling teeth?
8: Well, that's really the big draw, but uh, just walking around and seeing what else is going on in the area. Play some games. Oh, definitely,
3: uh, any uh, anything in
2: particular
8: uh, game wise you're looking forward to? Oh well, I saw somebody was selling something over there called Goblin Dice. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. That might be interesting. I like
3: a game where somebody turns around and then you hit them with a stick. Well, you have a big stick in your hands.
8: I
2: mean, as a as a yes, as a seder.
3: Now, now, now tell us a little bit about, about Night Realms, uh, if, if our for our audience who wants to get involved with this because it is a LARPing community, right? True,
8: true. Yes.
3: Well, where, where do we actually go to find out more well
8: you can go to nightrealms.com uh, it's with a K like a you know, chivalrous master guy with big shiny armor so night realms uh, and that's all it's all where do we meet? Sparta New Jersey is, is that where we're meeting now yeah Sparta yeah we have our whole camp there it's very very nice 220 acres huge wow all ours
3: well, guys, thank you for, for for spending spending the time with us. I know you're very busy. You have to get set up for for your, you know pulling teeth and oh yeah. And I don't know what satyrs do. He thumps. Okay, good, good, good to know. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us and enjoy the weekend. Okay. Thank you.